And welcome back to the Yes Longevity Podcast, where we give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Thanks for taking a few minutes to listen to me this afternoon. I have just a few things in our housekeeping. Number one, on January 27th, we will be kicking off our Fit in 42 program. Fit in 42 is a completely immersible program. In Fit and 42, we're not only there to help you lose fat and increase muscle mass, we are there to change your life. If you've been struggling for a long time, you can't achieve your goals. If you can't make it a lifestyle change, then Fit and 42 is the right program for you. We take people in six weeks and we just redefine their lives. We clean them up, we fix them up, we give them all the tools necessary to go forward to be able to maintain those changes they've made in your life. Whether it's nutrition, exercise, mindset, sleep habits, hydration, regeneration, whatever it might be, we address all of those things and we get them cleaned up. So moving forward in the year 2020 and beyond, you will be successful. And for those who may not need that overall change, that overall program, we have another program. We're going to do a mid-winter meltdown. It's a four-week program that is designed to take some of that holiday fat off, get you ready for the springtime. Don't wait till the spring to get it off. Get it off now. So that also starts on um, January 27th. If you have any questions about this, you're welcome to Facebook message me. You can give us a call at 860-673-4293 or stop by and we'd be more than happy to give you information on either of those programs. So what do I have for you today? Well, we were uh, sitting around the table the other day and just surfing around the internet and up came the sitting rising tests. The sitting rising test is a little test that is used to indicate longevity. But does a sit rising test, the SRT, really predict how long you live? It's a popular test, and it seems a little bit too simple to be true. So how easy is it to sit down and get back up from the floor really an indicator of longevity? So... I'm going to do the test for you in a few minutes. We're going to see what I score on the test. But right now, let's just explain it to you. The sit and rise test, the SRT test, is easy to administer, which provides a significant and efficient predictor for mortality risk in the elderly. It was initially developed in the 1990s. And in one study of subjects between the ages of 51 and 80, those whose scores were the lowest range from zero to three, were five to six times more likely to die within the study period, which was about six years, than those in the group who had the highest score of eight to 10. So in this study, it's happened in 2002, adults between the ages of 51 and 80 years old, and this study was published in the European Journal of Prevention Cardiology. Researchers scored everyone according to the SRT. They then proceeded to follow them in their day-to-day lives until a participant died or until the research came to an end, which, like I said, was a little over six years, about 6.3 years time. And 159 of those people tested passed away. Out of all of them, 
only two had scored full marks in the test of physical ability. So how do you do the test? If you haven't seen it before, let me explain it to you and then I'm gonna demonstrate it. Without worrying about the speed of the movement, just try to sit down and then rise back up from the floor with minimum support than you believe that you need. So you're gonna cross your legs, sit down and try to pop back up as best you can. The maximum score possible in the SRT is 10 points. So it's a possible total of five points for sitting down and then five points for raising back up from the floor to the standing position. If you use a hand, a forearm, a knee, or the side of your leg to press back up off the ground, or bracing of the hand on the knee, each results in a deduction of one point. So any one of those things will be deduction of one point. The minimum possible score, obviously, is zero. We take an additional 0.5 points off. 0.5 points are deducted if, during the evaluation process, you have an unsteady execution or a partial loss of balance. So if any one of those things touch or you have a partial loss of balance, you have a 0.5 deduction. When you take the test, obviously you're allowed multiple attempts. Uh, I don't necessarily think you're going to get much better if you continue to try it. The best scores of all those times are the ones that determine your final score. So let me give this a try for you, okay? You see what I would score. <clears throat> I want to go back. Hopefully, you can see it. Feet. I'm going to cross one leg over the other. I do have a bad knee. I'll say I still have a little bit of knee discomfort right now, and I'm not sure if that will affect my score or not. So I'm going to cross my legs over. You can do this barefoot, socks with the floor that I have here right there. It's kind of cold, so I got some shoes on today. So I'm going to drop down where I can get five points, and then I pop back up and get five points. So we think. Here we go. So I can go down. Back up. So, if you want to rewind that or take a look at that a little bit more closely, you will see that um, I got my five points for the way down. But my way back up, I had to utilize a little bit of my shin to push up off the ground. So I would get a minus one. So I would say that my score is a nine. And I have tried this multiple times today with the efforts of trying to get a 10, and I could not. could only get a 9. So it's back to the drawing board for me. So in theory, all this makes sense. It's well known that aerobic fitness is a strong related to survival. But studies also show that maintaining high levels of body flexibility, muscle strength, power to body weight ratio, and coordination are not the only good are not only good for performing daily activities but they're also favorable influences for life expectancy so so it's kind of all makes sense sure the test is a good measure of leg strength and core strength as as well as balance but what if you can't do it what if you can't what if you score below five what if you can't get down but you can't get back up are you doomed should you plan for an early death? Well, there are, there are a few more variables that apply to our health and our longevity than this SRT test. And then really actually what 
particularly focuses on is test. It's important to remember that the study results are most relevant to those the same age as the subjects in the testing group who were ages 51 to 80. Most of the people who scored the lowest in the test were in a 76 to 80 range. Kind of makes sense. A group that's generally experienced some decrease in mobility and coordination. The research also didn't really reveal the cause of the 159 deaths during the follow-up period. So, are we to assume that they died of complications from falling instead of cardiovascular disease or cancer? We don't know. We have no idea. But the test is a good method for determining one's loss of muscle as they age. That loss can lead to a decrease in mobility and corresponding decrease in quality of life. Strength, frailty, physical performance, muscle mass, those are all correlated to mortality. But I would caution you that correlation does not mean causation. A perfect score on this test is tricky for most people in the first place. I'm pretty fit. I scored a nine. I'm 60 years old. So, you know, I never tried this in my 40s. I think in my 40s I'd be able to pop right back up. But who knows? But not acing it. Could be due to some other factors. Like I said, maybe I got a bum knee. Maybe I'm carrying a little bit too much weight. Maybe my legs are a little bit strong. The things like that aren't going to cause early mortality. What a high score is, it's a sign that points to time. Points in this particular time that you're in pretty good physical condition in terms of muscle strength. But I don't believe it's a real predictor for longevity. The bottom line here is, yes, the SRT seems to have a little bit of validity, but it's not the be-all or end-all. If you crumble into a heap while you're trying to sit down, that doesn't mean you start writing out your will. If you can't get back up, again, doesn't mean you need to write out your will. Most importantly, let it inspire you to start or to boost, to do something to improve your physical abilities. Whether it's strength training, flexibility training, do some things to build some power. It's beneficial and increases life expectancy no matter what age you do those things. No matter what time you start and decide that I'm going to increase my physical capacity, whether it's aerobic capacity, strength, um, build my muscle mass, develop more power. All those things you can do at any age, and those things typically help lead, lead to a longer life. So there you have it. Give it a shot. See how you do. If you don't do like it as well as you'd like to do, take some change. Make some change. Take some, take some time to determine what you want to do and make it happen. Because I know that um, anyone who's watching this wants to improve their longevity. So there you have it for today, the SRT test. I'm going to practice it, and hopefully I'll be able to come back one day and be able to still grab a 10, although it's not super important. And um, if you'd like to post your score, I'd love to see your scores right here on Facebook. That's all we have for today. I want to invite you to come back next Tuesday at 3.30, where we'll give you more insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Have a great evening. Thanks for watching.